Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to ignite your life to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, hello, everyone. I'm excited to be with you all this morning. I've had a bit of a harried morning. I've got children home from spring break and on spring break, I should say, and it does change your rhythm of your day, to be sure. Well, I'm excited to be here with today because we're going to be doing personal building personal strength part two, the oomph behind anything you want to do. And this is going to be, well, we're going to help you get past some fears today. So before we get into today's topic, let me also add that I do not take questions on the air. If you have questions for me, I am happy to chat with you and bring your questions to the radio show if you'd like. Um, You can find me at my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunt, no spaces. All right, so Let's do a quick recap of last week. Since this is a part two, I just want to review a little bit for those of you who hadn't heard my last week's show. And this one is, well, the show I'm really releasing my flagship program, which is called Manifesting on the Mat, an incredibly powerful mix of life coaching and yoga. And why is it a powerful mix? Well, we're multi-level beings, right? We're more than our minds which is all we work with generally in life coaching. We are also our bodies, which we access in yoga. But also in yoga, we talk about other sheets or layers or koshas, as they are called. And we have our energetic body. We have our higher mind. We have other pieces of us, and all of these layers are interwoven into this beautiful tapestry we call us, right? But the beauty of that is you can work on all of those levels using yogic techniques, not hard. I mean, doesn't, you don't have to have any yoga experience. I'm going to share a couple with you today um, that are really easy to do, and you can do anywhere, anytime, basically. But we are accessing the yogic philosophy and, and beginning to take advantage of the fact that we are three-dimensional. We're not just our minds. So I came to this work, this combination, I don't know, I'm guessing it's about 10 years ago. Someone asked me recently, and I I couldn't remember exactly, because it's been such a slow metamorphosis. So I've been a yoga teacher and a life coach for over 25 years. Actually, I think it's at 25 years this summer, come to think of it. So almost 25 years, I should say. And I, I always saw them as separate with similar goals. You know, I would tell people that, All of my work is helping people live from their hearts. Life coaching goes through their minds. Yoga goes through their bodies. But what I found is that my life coaching clients, who are also my yoga students, I would get these intuitive nudges, and I would encourage them, you know, based on our life coaching work, and I would encourage them to work on certain poses and to work on certain things in class and in their home practice. And they would transform faster than anybody else. 
And I started thinking, well, you know, maybe when I became conscious of the fact that I was doing this, I thought maybe there's something in this, right? Working on all levels, it makes sense. Our minds are beautiful, incredible things. They're also incredibly limited, and they can keep us stuck in the life we, we've, we've been in, right? The status quo life, and we're going to talk about the brain in another, another whole show because it is a fascinating tool to be sure, and we want to use it well. But we only get so far if we just go with our minds. But if we begin to access the other layers, we can work on personal strength, which we're going to talk about. We can also work on letting go. We can work on feeling grateful, moving into a state of gratitude. We can work on learning how to receive more gracefully, so drawing in beautiful gifts from the universe into your world. We can work on all of those things um, on our yoga mat on all of those levels. We can work on making them become part of us physically, energetically, through our higher mind. Powerful tool, right? So that's a review of manifesting on the mat and using all levels. Last week we talked about standing tall. We were talking about personal strength in particular. Personal strength is the oomph behind manifesting. It's actually the oomph behind anything you do. It's that part of you that says, I deserve this and I can do it. And actually, I always add, damn it, personal strength is actually the damn it at the end. I can do this, and I deserve it. Damn it. Okay, it's that strength behind it. It's that, oh, even saying it in a gravelly voice makes a difference. And don't laugh, it makes a difference. Trust me, we'll be talking about that. And it also squeezes out fear. I was talking out on my social media how this show was going to be talking about how you can get rid of fear. But we can't get rid of it totally. It's part of the human experience, of course. But as you start to experience fear, when you feel it in the body, when you stand tall, which was our practice for last week, if you want to learn more, listen to that show, when you root to the feet and you lengthen, you get tall and you allow your heart to open, you are literally squeezing fear out. You're going to find you're going to feel less fear if none, if not none. You can release it. Fear is a state of mind. And we can get rid of it even when the stuff in front of us still exists, whatever it is that we're afraid of. But 90% of the time, maybe it's 99.9% of the time, what we're afraid of is a thought of something that could happen. It isn't something that's actually in front of us. Because if it is in front of us, we want the fear. Because the fear is going to ignite the fight, flee, or freeze um, to allow us to protect ourselves in whatever it is we need. But most of the time our fears are mentally based. They're just things that we've thought about and we're scared of. So I think personal strength is the most important thing that I do with my clients. I think that is crucial. I do it in my yoga classes and, in fact, as a part of every single class. Somehow, some way, it comes into class whether my students, students know it or not because I believe when, at the more we build that oomph in our life, that strength, that power, the more we live from our hearts, the more we feel like we can live from our hearts, we can afford to live from our hearts, we can be authentic. It's a really powerful tool, and it's very, very tangible. So listen to last week's show. Listen to how we do it physically, because I think you will love it. Now, we're going to talk about two other layers today. We're going to talk about... Um, the energetic body and the higher mind. Now, let's talk about the energetic body first. This is a fairly subtle, well, it's very subtle in our our society, right? Most societies do talk about some level of their energy and do energy work, 
or chi or prana or ki in Japan, whatever it is that 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 culture calls it, it is your energy field. It actually embodies your whole body, if you will. It's your aura. Um, and I'm guessing a lot of my listeners already feel it and understand it. Um, if you don't, well, contact me. I've got some things you can do that can help you feel your energy field. But we feel it when we're scared. You know when we talk about shrinking from fear? What's happening when you shrink from fear is you're, you're physically, you know, you might shrink a little bit. You might pull your heart in and shrug your shoulders just a little bit. There might be a little physical shrinking. But more than that, it's energetic shrinking. You have shrunk your energy field. You have drawn it in. Okay, people with small energy fields, you you know them because they're kind of, and forgive the word, but mousy, I know it's not the best way to describe it and it sounds very judgmental and I don't mean it to, but that that is the characteristic, you know, you, you, you shrink and those people tend to be much more fearful in the world and it's because they have shrunk their field. Now, we can expand our field consciously with the breath. And what you do, just focus on your breath for a moment, okay? Let's just do a little bit of this. I just want you to feel your breath. <coughs> Excuse me. Feel as it floats in and out of your body. Now, can you feel it in your torso? Can you feel it move through all four points of the torso, so both sides of the pelvis, both sides of the shoulders? Can you feel your torso with your breath? Can you imagine it reaching all four corners? Now, first of all, if you can imagine it reaching all four corners, you're already accessing your energy field. Your breath doesn't literally go throughout your whole torso. Your lungs are actually pretty small. If you feel your rib cage, your lung bends with your rib cage. That's it. That's where your breath really goes. So if you feel it in all four corners, you're beginning to access your energy field. Your breath is your entryway to your energy field. And in fact, in yoga, the word we use to describe breath is prana. That's the same word for energy. Prana makes energy and breath synonymous. It's the same thing. So as you're feeling this, keep feeling it. Now, as you inhale, can you imagine your breath moving beyond the outline of the body? Just imagine it kind of like your body's expanding like a balloon and the breath continues sort of through the skin. Feel it expand. Starts to feel pretty good, doesn't it? So what you're doing here is you are expanding your energy field. Now, stick with me here, okay? If fear shrinks your energy field, doesn't a corollary make sense that if you're expanding your energy field, you're building confidence. The natural corollary. 
Feel that expansion and notice how you feel. So come on back now. When I do this breath with clients, it's a full body breath. So I would have you lie down, you prop your knees up, I'd have you feel it go to your toes, your fingertips, the top of your head. I have you begin to expand it more and more and more. It is incredible tool. I've had a few people that really felt they could only do this breath, but none of the other um, exercises I gave them seemed to work for them or seemed to be what they wanted to do. And within a week, they were feeling a shift in their energy. They were feeling a shift in their confidence, in their courage. So what we're doing is we're actually taking it from the backside, if you will, instead of letting ourselves shrink from fear, we're building our energy and expanding it into a place of confidence and courage. Just let me think about that for a moment. Now, what's cool is you can do this breath any time. Do it at red lights. Do it when you're sitting and talking to a friend. It actually helps you listen more fully and be present for them. Do it as you're doing your taxes. We're moving into tax, well, we're deep into tax season as of this show. It's April 1st. Use your breath consciously. When you are feeling fear, turn to your breath and think, can I expand it? And sometimes you can't. I mean, there are times when it's just fear is huge, right? And it's just all-consuming. And the breath is inaccessible. And it might be for you and it might not be for somebody else, etc. Everyone is different. And that's why I like to share a multitude of tools. Maybe in that moment, only standing tall, that's the only thing you can access. And you can't even begin to get to the breath. Or maybe the breath is the only thing you can access. Use all your tools. But in that moment, when you get that thought of what if, right, and my, my friend calls it awfulizing. When you think of something that could happen and then that leads to something even worse and then worse and then within seconds you're, you know, living in a cardboard box on the street um, or dying from cancer, you know, we do that and it, we can do that in our heads and it, it consumes us. It can be all-consuming and it affects every layer of your body. That tapestry is so interwoven. And the negative creates all level of angst. But we can switch it around and the positive can as well. So as you begin to expand your breath, you can begin to dissipate that fear. And it's not so much dissipating the fear as building the courage. Kind of like a balance scale. If you can imagine a balance scale with a fulcrum in the middle, the more fear you feel, the less courage you feel. The more courage you feel, the less fear you feel. And what we want to do is we want to build that courage and confidence because the fear will begin to go away. So it's not so much I need to get rid of the fear. Think instead of I need to build courage and confidence. And that's what we always want to be doing anyway. We want to be focused on what we want, not what we don't want. Okay. So that is the breath, and that's how we affect our prana. And I'm going to say in a nutshell, because, of course, there's so much more we can do with our breath. We can also cultivate a state of gratitude. But we can actually cultivate a state of gratitude through our energy body that affects our mind. We can also cultivate it through the body. We can cultivate a letting go stance. So if there's something you need to release, we can cultivate that with our breath. We can cultivate receiving more fully, being able to draw good things into our lives. This is something most of us need to learn how to do. 
you know, if we can't take a compliment, how in the world can we begin to accept into our lives the amazing gifts the universe wants to send to us? Powerful, powerful tool. My program, Five Steps Plus One for Living Your Extraordinary Life, it, it brings in all these layers. You know, we, we, would do, we do yoga, we do visualizations, which we'll do in a moment for this one, um, pranayama and yoga, along with life coaching, with all of the five steps for building um, an extraordinary life. And it's really the five steps that I believe we all need to do, and plus one, so technically six steps. Um, there's a reason the plus one is, is, is plus one, though, which you'll learn when, when you study with me. Um, it's really the steps to, to engage the law of attraction. Whether or not you believe in the law of attraction doesn't really matter because the steps still apply and, and you can understand why the steps apply to stepping into a life that you really want, to creating change in your life, whether or not you believe in the law of attraction. But when we work on it on all levels, if you are someone who has tried to work on the law of attraction, it doesn't seem to work, I say that in quotes, work for you, you want to um, encompass this work because you'll begin to work on it all, on all levels. You know, our minds only get us so far, and you have to be affecting your vibration in order for the law of attraction to work. You need to shift the vibration in your body. And if you start working on all levels of your being, you're going to shift that vibration much faster. Okay, so let's move into the next level. Now, the next level is your higher mind. Now, here's the thing. We have a few couple, three different layers of our minds. We've got the lower mind. This is the cluttered part, okay? This is the part that's always thinking, 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 thinking. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I should have done this. And it's, it's what's really going on 98% of the time. We also have a habitual mind, okay? This is the part of you you turn to when you're stressed, and exhausted. This is when you blurt something, you say, oh my word, that's what my mom always used to say. Okay? So this, that's your habitual mind. That's the habit. Some people call it the personality. I don't like to call it the personality because I feel like our personality is actually our heart, our authentic self. I like to think of the personality as, as our deeper place, you know, when we're making great decisions and saying the best things and living from our heart. That's, that's why I like to think it's who I really am. Um, the falling back part, the falling when I'm exhausted and, you know, blurting out my less than perfect words my mom might have said at one point during my life, um, that I see as habitual. Okay. Then you have your higher mind. Okay. This is that deeper place. It's, a, it, it's that living from your heart, your soul, your spirit, however it is you see it. We want to access that part of our mind. The more we access that part of the mind, the less the habitual has a hold on us, the less the clutter of every day has a hold on us. And when we are accessing that higher mind, we can begin to reprogram the habitual part of our mind. This is going to warrant a whole other radio show. Um, let me just suffice it to say that we have a part of our mind, that the subconscious part, that is made up of nearly the, all the old programming that we've put into it. So this is the habit. This is where our habits, this is where our beliefs lie. Um, and we need to reprogram it, literally rewire our brain. Do this through visualizations. And visualizations done really well will begin to access your higher mind. So I want to do a really 
quick visualization with you. Let's just go for this right now. I want you to just sit comfortably. Hopefully you already are. If you're driving, I don't recommend. <laughs> I don't recommend doing this. Don't do visualizations while you're driving. Um, we'll just do a quick one to just follow along. If you are running around doing things, to give yourself a gift of two minutes to sit down and do this with us. Now, as you're getting comfortable, let me say the subconscious mind doesn't differentiate between imagination and what's actually happening in reality. So if you begin to visualize what it is that you want to do, visualize the life you want, the relationship you want, the feeling you want in your body, um, taking an action step that maybe is scaring you, you know, if you want to start becoming a speaker, seeing yourself standing in front of thousands of people comfortably and confidently, as you begin to imagine these things, the brain will begin to rewire into this new, new belief that you have. So if your current belief is I could never speak in front of thousands of people and you really want to, you really genuinely want to speak in front of thousands of people, then when you start visualizing yourself and initially, if you can't do it. I mean, it's really funny. If something is really hard for you, you can't even visualize. You can't even pretend. It's amazing. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the closer to your outside, your physical reality look, it will come to. Okay? So take a moment. Sit tall. Close your eyes. I want you to think of something that you want to create in your life. What do you want to manifest? I don't care what level it is. I could just be a clean house or a clean kitchen. Or it could be something huge like winning a lottery, whatever it is. And I want you to visualize whatever that represents for you. Now, in this visualization, you need to be in it yourself, not watching it like it's a movie, but in it. So you are seeing it through your eyes in a play. Let yourself feel it. Bring on the feeling in your body that you will have. Is it joy? Is it excitement? Is it fun nerves? The nervousness you get before a really fun, exciting event. Feel the feeling. See yourself doing whatever it is you want to do with as much confidence as you can muster in this moment. All right, and gently bring yourself back. Okay, we just did about a minute and a half. That's it. Can you feel the difference right now? Usually feels pretty darn good. Okay. So now, let's just bring it all back. Let's just do a quick summary before I end the show today. So building personal strength, this is the courage, the confidence. This is that part of you that says, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do this thing. Let's do it. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to do it. Now, 
imagine you're doing the stand tall practice, which we talked about in last week's show. You are saying in your most gravelly voice, I deserve this and I can do it, damn it. Makes a difference. Makes it much more in the body. You are doing this expansive breath on a regular basis. And daily is fabulous, but even once a week is going to make a difference. And you are visualizing as often as you can, several times a day, definitely right away in the morning and right, right before you go to sleep at night, you're visualizing you doing whatever it is you want to do with confidence. Can you imagine the difference that that would make in your life? All right, I'm going to leave you on that note. I want to thank you for joining me this week. Join me next week. I'm going to share with you a really crucial shift for you, a huge distinction that's going to make a difference in your day. It's going to make a difference right away. I'm so excited to share it with you. All right, I also want to let you know that I am now on iTunes, so you can download and subscribe to these podcasts. You can search for me under Muse Laura. So go out to iTunes and and start downloading the podcast. I'm really excited about that. And again, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunt. I'm there. You can ask me questions. I will bring your questions to the radio show. Um, I look forward to supporting you there. Plus, I do lots of inspirational things out there. I really enjoy um, working on that page. You can also find my website and find out more about coaching with me at um, museLaura.com or LauraUrdmanLunt.com. And while you're there, sign up for my e-newsletter. I offer a, an inspirational dose every Monday morning called the Monday Morning Musing. I usually do it in conjunction with the radio show so you get an idea where we're headed with the radio show each week. And I also share a feel-good moment. It's a very short, usually around two minutes, YouTube video to help you feel really good and inspired for your day. All right, everyone. Thanks again. It was lovely having you all. It was fun to see all the live callers. Um, I look forward to hearing from you and, and, and inspiring you as we go forward. Have a great week, and may you be inspired to live your extraordinary life.